0: Xander, you find yourself in the Lucky Banjo Inn after paying for a room and staying in the same place as the, your other companions. And uh, do, you, do you immediately head off to bed um, to, your, to your room or do you stay around and look at the tavern? Well, but what time is it right now? Um, it's probably mid evening. It's okay. probably like eight or nine at this point. So, if you wanted to go up to your room as an, like, you know, I uh, want to get a good night in... I'm going to check out the tavern scene. Sure. Okay.
1: I am going to strike up a conversation with... Sure. ...the drunkest looking person at the bar.
0: <laughs> the drunkest looking person at the bar. Yeah. There's a dwarf woman uh, who... Okay, they
1: have to be human. Why? You'll see. And they have to be male. Why? Go with you the... said
0: the drunkest looking person in this bar.
1: Okay. I, I rescind that. So it's a dwarf woman. I'm saying no.
0: <laughs> there is drunkest
1: male human who <laughs> looks like he's wearing nice clothes.
0: <laughs> there is a dwarf woman and a human man. They you see them talking to each other. You can tell that they're so sloshed that their conversation is basically total nonsense. They're just saying, like, words to each other. The, the woman, she's dressed in, like, adventuring gear. It, it's, like, leather armor, um, well-worn from travel. You know, she she probably travels a lot. And the man, he looks like, like, not quite nobility, but he, he's wearing some, like, nicer finery. You get the sense that maybe he's hitting on the dwarf woman a little bit. But they're both too drunk for it to go anywhere at this point.
1: I'm going to introduce myself to both of them.
0: All right, so you sit down at the table, and what do you say? Have you met me? <laughs> um. Okay. The dwarf woman is a little bit more far gone. She downs the last of her drink, puts it on the table, and looks at you with shrewd eyes... And slowly leans forward, and her forehead hits the table. And she's out like a light. The man, he goes, I haven't met you, but I would like to introduce myself. My name is Alad.
1: Nice to meet you, Alad.
0: What was yours? My name. Uh, uh, your
1: name. Oh, mine. my name is Tori. Tori.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Boy, does that cause an itch in my brain? Uh, there's like a there's like a gnome walking by with like a, a platter, and he like leans over and like grabs the gnome before the gnome can like walk away, and he goes, "Gnome, two beers for me and my friend, who I already forgot the name of." And the gnome like angrily brushes him off and is like alright fine and like walks off he's like well what can I do for you tosser oh,
1: I'm I'm new to Firelight and I'm just trying to get to know people and just get to know the city a little bit
0: better are you from around here? oh I sure am I own a house two blocks up and I'm here to escape my wife
1: you're here to escape your wife? wow how long have you been married?
0: hmm Ask me tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. Will do. Well, it sounds like you were trying to uh, pick up this beautiful little dwarf lady here. Oh
0: no, no! Like I said, I'm married. What I'm really looking for is some, some contacts to do some jobs for me. Oh, really? What kind of jobs? I can't tell you. He like he like whispers loudly at you. I, I can't tell you because you might be a city guard in disguise oh trust me I'm not a city guard in disguise he like comically looks around like he's looking for uh you know maybe a city guard or something in this tavern he goes okay I have some goblin horn powder oh that's rare it is rare because most goblins don't have horns but it'll help a man's virility let me tell you And there's a big market over in White Hills, and I gotta protect my stock. I understand. Well,
1: fortunately for you, good sir, I'm willing to help you out for a price.
0: Oh, well, that sounds like a a good idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Why don't we go outside real fast and talk about the details?
0: Make an incredibly easy persuasion roll.
1: Oh my gosh! As long as they don't roll a on one, I think I have this. That's a twenty-two.
0: He stands up and like puts his arm on your shoulder, and you guys walk out uh, in out of the noisy cavern into the street. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely dark now, and all of the streetways have been lit up with these red uh, glowing lamps, and it's a beautiful sight. There's the the ocean, crickets. Chirping. It's a lovely temperate night. Okay. And he goes, okay, so I can pay you. Uh, wait, are you, do you know somebody who can protect my goods or you will be protecting them? I know people who can protect your goods and I will be protecting your goods too. Well, then I can pay you 50 gold now and 100 gold once we get there. I'm more interested in making sure I have an outfit. An outfit?
1: Mm-hmm. You see, the job, I love helping people who have money. And really, what I need at this point is I need to be able to look more of the part. Because when I approach people wearing this, I don't look like I belong.
0: Ah, so you're going more of a hide-and-seek route. No, not hide-and-seek. You know what I mean. Exactly. He, like He leans on you. So instead of showing the muscle, you're saying... And, like, he just stops and, like, stares off in his face.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying.
0: And he goes, okay, you're hired. Perfect.
1: I'll need the outfit before I help you, though.
0: Make a persuasion check again?
1: (laughs) That's going to be, like, a 16.
0: Okay. He starts taking off his clothes right there in the street. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And he, like, he, like, takes off his, uh his nice shoes and his and sets them on the ground next to you he takes off his nice pants and his nice like overshirt and he's just in his underwear and he folds it onto his arm and he hands it to you and he's got this bag of money and he's like i think there's a few gold missing from the drinks but here you go and he like hands you his clothes and his bag of money
1: i appreciate the money sir but i don't need it right now He's like, suit
0: yourself. And he, like, gives you his nice clothes. And he uh, tucks his um, bag of gold into his underwear. And he turns around, starts to whistle, and trot off up the street away from you.
1: Perfect. I'm <laughs> going to go to the nightclub that Tori's at.
0: Okay, okay. Um, and I have my
1: backpack with me, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, you I'm haven't gonna... gone up to your room yet.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go back up to my room.
0: Okay, so you're going to... Take the the clothes and the shoe, nice shoes he just gave you, up to the room. Yep, and I'm gonna put them in my backpack.
1: <laughs>
0: You're gonna put them in your backpack, okay?
1: And I'm taking my backpack with me because I'm about to sneak out.
0: Do you want to wait, or do you want to sneak out now?
1: Um, we'll wait like
0: um we'll wait like an hour. Sure, yeah, that's great. Um, so you go out. You don't see any of your other companions. You know that they were staying here, but it's a pretty big inn. And there's a couple of rooms where people are eating and talking. And so you you don't see them as you walk out. You walk out with your backpack into the night. Perfect. It's a little cooler now.
1: All right. I'm going to be working my way towards the club, the underbelly club, the gambling pits.
0: Sure. Right. Uh, that's where you met Tori last time. Right. I'm not sure... I don't think I made this clear to the audience yet, but the bald man with the robes who was in the room with the firelight mayor last time when all of our party met with um, the mayor and the guard and Captain Scott Stevenson, Torre was the man in the room. And of course, Xander was the only one who recognized him. Okay, so you go all the way to the club and they're couple guards up front
1: okay so i'm gonna go into the tavern that's close by the pub or by the club yeah the one you ch- want in. change into my suit in the pub in the pub
0: maybe you go in the bathroom
1: i'm gonna in go the pub? in the bathroom yeah
0: okay so you change your suit and you still have your backpack what do you do with it because it's gonna be leather beat up it would look very out of place on uh on these finery what else do i have in this backpack? i have my actual like armor in there you you would have your armor you're now unarmored so your How much armor, does a room cost at this pub? Just so you know, your armor class drops down to 10 Okay. during this time. The pub wouldn't have a room. It's not an inn. You would probably be fine with carrying your rapier. People carry right. weapons around. That's fine. Your kite board, which folded up and fit into your bag, and your wand of superiority. You keep that on you if you wanted to. Maybe in a belt or under your, under your shirt. Okay. But I want to make sure I have my armor back. Yeah. Is there a... In nearby? You could easily find a place in the pub bathroom to store where no one would know, like um, a cabinet up high on the back of a shelf. Okay, I'm going to put that, I'm going to put it in there. And the cabinet door closes and like, you think probably it's going to be fine for the couple of hours you'll be away. Cool. I'm going to go
1: approach the guards at the club.
0: Okay, Um there's, there's like a half orc and uh, a beefy dwarf, like probably the tallest dwarf you've ever seen, but that's still only like five feet. They they put a hand up when you when you walk up, and they say, uh, "We're we're at capacity at the moment, unless you have a lady or two with you." I have an appointment with your boss.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How come I don't know about it? Because Torre didn't think you needed to know.
0: He reaches into his pocket and pulls out an inscribed stone and like covers his hand with it and like whispers into it and then holds it up to his ear. And he goes, And who are you? I'm Xander. He like puts his, uh, puts the stone back up to his mouth and whispers into it and then holds it up to his ear. And he goes, Go on in. And you go, you go past and you go into this nightclub and but last time you we were here it was totally empty and it feels like a different place it's packed and there are gambling tables there are people dancing there are like um people of all kinds on poles scantily clad um there are like animals in cages uh varying sizes weird strange looking lizards and at the far end of the room, there's like uh, what looks like a tiger with like big f- flanges on its neck, and it and it's like loud. Okay. So you make your way up to the. I'm gonna make my way up to the Tori's office. Okay, so you go ahead and get past all of these people, and you make your way all the way up. Um, you knock on his door. It's closed. Even though it's not as loud on this level, but you can hear him just barely come in. All right, so I go on in. Tori is sitting at his desk, and this time he is not wearing the same thing you saw him in in the guard's headquarters, but back into like a business-like suit, and he's doing a bunch of paperwork at his desk. And he he looks at you and goes, do you have it? We ran into a complication. Look, I don't care what complication you ran into. You get the gem for me, and I sell it, and we make a bunch of money.
1: So why are you here? The complication is that there's more than one gem.
0: He sets down his quill he was holding, slowly, and looks at you. Are you fucking with me, Xander? I'm not. The
1: gem that I knew about was purple. I found a green one. Make a persuasion check. That is... Thank goodness I'm charismatic, but he's charismatic (laughs) too, tin.
0: He's not sure if he can believe you. And he leans back... And his brows furrow a little bit. And he goes, If there's one, which I haven't even seen yet, by the way, if there's one, we can deal with that and you'll get your price for it. If there's two, I may not have enough gold to pay for both at once. So you could certainly hand it over and hope I pay you back. But I think you're smarter than that.
1: I'm thinking something a little bit more long term here, Torre. How do you mean? Well, if you don't have the gold all at once, why don't we just make a business arrangement? Clearly you're able to find buyers for these gems. You mean, like, I pay you over time instead of a lump sum? No, what I mean is when you have the money to be able to buy the next gem, I can provide it.
0: He, he, like, scratches his chin and his thin mustache. You
1: know just as well as I do that this deal is incredibly lucrative. Otherwise you wouldn't be paying me 500,000 gold for this.
0: Okay, I still have a buyer. I'm sure that the Baron... Would be happy to take two.
1: But I do want to ask a question. I've heard rumor about these, the gyms' power and what these gyms can actually do.
0: Look, I'm not interested.
1: What is Barons Quinn's interest in the gyms?
0: Who cares? I provide him the services he needs. He provides me with the funds to do it. I try not to ask too many questions, and if you were smart, you would stop asking them.
1: Fair point. But one last question. Talking with the mayor earlier today, he didn't seem particularly too fond of the tiefling that I travel with. Who likes a tiefling? Demon blood? Ugh. Fair point, but he's sending us on a mission I don't I don't even know if it's a suicide mission. He Well he wants to overthrow the Baron. I know he wants to overthrow the Baron.
0: But that's not going to happen. Don't you worry about that. Your little ragtag group you have. They're not an issue for a man with such power. On the mayor's end, let me deal with him. I can make sure that his dealings don't go through, that his armies don't gather, and that he can't overthrow a man that I want to keep in power.
1: Good. Because I don't want to be thrown in prison or killed when I'm over in Glen. Well, I think these gems that isn't really my
0: problem, is it? Well, if you want the gems, yes, it is. That catches him by surprise a little bit. Then I'll have a contact for you. I'll have a contact for you in Rooklyn, who can get you a private meeting. Not with the Baron, but with one of his trusted advisors. I appreciate that. You'll be contacted. You won't have to worry about making the contact yourself. As soon as you are in the city, you'll be spotted, and, and someone will discreetly let you know. And he, like, starts to make notes. Thank you, Tori. When we're back from Brooklyn, I will be back in touch with you. He stops you before you leave, and he says... I want that gem here.
1: If you want the multiple gems, you will need the other you'll need to let me go to Rooklyn and come back.
0: He he thinks about it. It's fine. But not in Rooklyn. I'll have my contact give you a meeting place for the gems. Sounds good. I think at this point you leave. Right. Do you I'm gonna go back
1: and get my stuff. Okay. And I'm are gonna, gonna change back into my mercenary gear.
0: Okay. And then you wanna go back to the town. I'm keeping the suit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that drunk guy basically gave it to you. So, sure, you've earned it. Um, Okay, so do you want to go back to the tavern? I'm
1: going to go back to, like, my home tavern, like, where my room is at, or back to, like, Lucky Banjo, or are we talking, like, do I have other Mm -hmm. stuff to do? I'm actually going to run by Nova's apartment now.
0: You go by, you go to the, the slightly different area in Firelight little seedier not dangerous but just not as nice as the place you were this time wary of nova bashing your head in against the door you carefully look around and knock on her door and there's no response is there anybody around the her apartment anybody no it's out, at this street? point it's probably like 11 o'clock at night
1: okay is there a nearby tavern
0: a few blocks away okay
1: I am gonna go to the tavern.
0: Do you go the faster way, which goes through alleys, or do you go um, the slightly less faster way that keeps with the major streets? Right, I'm going to go through major streets. Okay, you go by one of the last street vendors that's out, um, and most of them are just like closed down and locked up, but still sitting there. And maybe there's like one that's like frying some food up across the way. And there's one you go by. A halfling steps up onto, like, the counter, and she goes, You look like you're in need of something useful. No, I am in need of something useful. I have plenty for sale. Uh, what do you have? Such fine things as this medallion of thought. And she, like, flourishes out from, like, nowhere. Uh, a, like, gold medallion swinging on a, on a chain. It's said for certain folk... It can read the minds of those nearby, and then she like does another flourish and she's holding like a like a cube, and she goes or oh, the cube of rancast. I don't really know what it does to be honest
1: <laughs> well, that's a good sales pitch
0: she uh does another flash and it's like uh it disappears, and she goes, "Are you looking for something in particular?" I'm looking for a way to find a friend. Well, I'd recommend the tavern for that. Plenty of gossip in there. I deal in physical goods.
1: I, well, do you have anything that can physically help me locate a friend? She
0: like, uh, quirks her eyebrow up at that and then goes, Perhaps. And she, like, jumps down off the counter and hides bu- ducks down behind it. And you can't see her anymore, but you can hear her shuffling around. She pulls out a ring. This might be able to help. It's a ring of see through she has you hold out your hand and she slips it onto your pinky for but she's holding on to it and uh all of a sudden, thirty feet around you, you can see through everything solid and they seem to be transparent wait like are people transparent too there's no there's nobody around in the area, but she is uh yeah, yeah, so
1: everything's solid see through so What can I see with this thing on?
0: You see like an outline of the things around. And you you can see through solid wood and and stone for 30 feet. Okay. She yanks it off your pinky before you have a chance to do anything. And she goes, but it would come at a price. What price are we talking? Something rare. I've got a... Something valuable.
1: I've got something that might help you sell more. Interesting. I pull on my wand of superiority. She holds her hand out. I tap her with it. <laughs> You're gonna use it. I'm gonna tap her with it.
0: Okay. Um. Go ahead. Uh, I get
1: advantage on persuasion.
0: Yeah, yeah. You get advantage on persuasion. I think she probably feels it and feels the effects. And say something persuasive. Like, you want to convince her of?
1: With this, just one tap, anybody will believe you.
0: Uh, make a persuasion check with advantage.
1: Uh, it's going to be like a seventeen. That's gonna be seven. I'm taking the seventeen.
0: Yeah, she she believes you. I'll trade you this <laughs> wand for the ring. <laughs> like I use the wand to sell the wand. <laughs> Deal. And she flicks the ring up into the air and grabs the wand out of your hand. Perfect. I catch the ring. Yep. So you now have a ring that you can put on and you can see through things. And I no longer have the wand of
1: superiority.
0: Yeah, you can see for a minute um, through thirty feet. Solid objects appear transparent and don't prevent light passing through. Um, they can minute- penetrate a foot of stone An inch of metal Three feet of wood or dirt Whenever you use the ring before taking a long rest You must succeed on a DC 15 Constitution save zero Or gain one level of exhaustion It makes you tired you If you it. try to use it one at once you got it before a long rest Right Or it can anyway Okay I think it's going to be more useful than the one superiority Oh yeah I think it's going to be way more useful than the one of superiority <laughs> You make your way to the tavern
1: mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I'm gonna find somebody who's somewhat sober But not completely sober at the bar
0: Okay, this is way seedier than the Lucky Banjo Uh, There's a sign out front
1: Someone's bound to find Nova or know where Nova is
0: There's a sign out front And it looks like a moon with a face on it And the face has like a jagged mouth And there's like foam coming out of it Oh, charming And uh, there's some faded silver lettering underneath It says Rabid Moon What kind of name is that? (laughs) And you go in. Nobody cares or notices. It's also pretty loud in here. There's a bunch of people. But they're of a different caliber. Right. Um, There's some arm wrestling going on between, like, an orc and a dwarf. Um, There's a couple of people at the bar. It feels like you came into this building and it's skinnier than it it looked on the outside. Huh. Well, I'm going to go up to the bartender.
1: Okay. I'm looking for a friend.
0: He, like, points, leans over and points. He's, a, he's, a, he's just, like, a human behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And he he points to the table, and there are people who are, like, sitting down at the table for a second and then getting up and leaving to a different table. Um, there's, like, people moving around this area.
1: Okay, wait, so he's pointing to a table and the people get up and move?
0: You, no, he's pointing to a table where there's, like, a lot of activity. People are sitting down and standing up and whispering to each other and, and leaning in and... Maybe passing hands. Maybe passing equipment. Got it. There, there's stuff going on over there. Okay. I'm
1: going to approach the table then.
0: So you go up to the table and there are a couple of people sitting at the table. One, a human woman. And um, to her right, sitting to, on her right side, an elf woman. There are a couple of women sitting at the table. There's two elf women sitting next to each other. They One has blonde hair. One has brown And on either side of them, the table is only as wide enough for, like, both of them. And there are people kind of lined up in a way. It's more like a group, but, like, they're lined up to talk to these people. And you go in the smaller group, which is on the right, the blonde elf. You, once, you know, she's made whatever transaction she made in front of you, you walk up to her. What'll it be?
1: Looking for a friend. That'll be eight gold. So, question, is her face veiled? No. So, there's... I'm Okay, so her face isn't veiled, so I can see what her face looks like. Yeah. Both health women, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, none of them are Nova? No. She said it'll be eight gold?
0: Yeah. Well, eight gold seems like a steep price. It's my price. It's your price? Then I can take my business elsewhere. That's fine with me. Do you see the customers lining up to give me my price? I would take a bit of information instead of gold if it was good. What kind of information? That's not my job to know.
1: What do you know about dragons?
0: She leans in and looks skeptical. Kind of squinches her eyes together. If you can tell me something interesting, I'll waive your fee.
1: What do you know about the attack that happened earlier on the city?
0: All I know is that a group of adventurers came, brought some trouble with them, and that those things were not dragons, they were giant lizards. No, really, that's what they're telling you. She tilts her head.
1: Mm. I'm trying to think of like, if I should keep telling her if I'm actually going to get what I I'll tell you a little about what I know If you waive the fee for the information I'm looking
0: for and I'll tell you the rest So, no, you tell me first and I'll tell you what What do you need to know? What are you looking for?
1: I'm looking for Nova
0: Okay, I can tell you where Nova is If you can tell me about the attack
1: I was one of the ragtag adventurers who slayed one of the beasts
0: Make a persuasion check? <laughs> 1.9.
1: <laughs> Prove it. Ask Scott Stevenson.
0: Scott Stevenson is a city captain. I don't have personal contact with him, nor can I verify that information in this kind of time.
1: Those dragons weren't just lizards, they were dragons with their wings cut off. Their wings cut off? Their wings cut off. So were they bleeding? And they weren't bleeding, but they had people riding them. Tieflings, actually. Uh,
0: one was a tiefling. One was a tiefling. <laughs> she taps the elf woman with the brown hair, uh, interrupts her business, leans in and whispers, and gets an answer back. You need to make... I'm trying to Make a performance check.
1: That's you... going to be a 19.
0: Okay, you, you can... All right. You are confident enough in what you say to convince her, and she confirmed some piece of information, you don't know what, with her partner. Nova... Is on the other side of the wall in the long room.
1: I kind of figured I could have just put the thing on a little
0: <laughs> sooner, but... Yeah, you totally could have. <laughs> right.
1: So I'm going to go to the door into the other room. Yeah,
0: she dismisses you and, you and you walk off. So you go down. It's kind of like a big hall. Like where you are is like a... It's just a big room and then it's a pub. And you go to the end and there's like a door at the back that is off to the right. And you go into that and there's like a long skinny hallway room. And there's another door at the end of that. And there's some people who are like leaning up in the hallway. You maybe see some people making out or something gross. And people making shadier deals. The light in here is dimmer. It smells bad. You know Nova's in here somewhere. Or
1: you think so. I think Nova's in here. I should have confirmed with my ring. All right, whatever. Are there like other doors along the hallway? or is No, that- there's just like one at the end. Just one at the end. Yeah, and the one you came through. I'm gonna keep looking around. Is this gonna be like an investigation check to like look around to see if I can find Nova? Yeah. That's gonna be a natural twenty plus whatever I got. Yeah, you
0: see her at the end. You spot her immediately. You got a natural twenty, like I gotta give it to you. You you see her at the end immediately, you go around these nasty looking people, and she dismisses uh this like dwarf she's talking to, the dwarf leaves out the door next to her. Xander, what are you doing here? I need a favor, and I've
1: got a business proposition.
0: What? What is it? Well,
1: I'm going to Rugland tomorrow, and I've got companions who would love to meet you. One of them's name is Anthel, and he's traveling with an elf, wom- elf, wom- elf woman. What's the elf
0: woman's name? I don't know. I just know that we've actually had a deal with her in the past. Well, I don't know anyone named Anthel. You can make a insight check if you'd like. That's going to be F12, I think. Um, You don't think she's lying. And the other person, I can't tell you if I know them. She's a blonde-haired elf. I know lots of blonde elves. Half of them are blonde.
1: How many of them come from Rooklyn and work with army mercenaries?
0: I don't know any blonde elves from Rooklyn. Okay. I'd be happy to make a deal with you, Xander, but I need more information. I need you to meet with us tomorrow before we head out to Rooklyn. Make a history check. What, what? I was gonna give you the name of the elf, like you remembered, because I did say it in the last episode. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. No, you can't. I can't. With that one history check, yeah, I don't know. it was like a history from yesterday check. <laughs> right. <laughs> she goes, "Certainly, I'd be, I'd be happy to meet." What is this about? So remember how I asked you about dragons? <laughs> she goes, uh, "I can hardly forget
1: the attack on the city." Earlier today Was dragons Not lizards
0: She says And how do you know that? Uh, because I was there Slaying okay. dragons I should let my business contacts know uh, I know I know a man in, in Rook Glen By the name of Sige Cott Sige Cott Yes He would want to know that what? He may pay you for that information Okay I
1: don't need his gold at this point What I need is I need to make sure that I have
0: some contacts in Ruklin I can work with while we're over there. He would know some people there. Okay. Tell him Nova says the barnacles are always attached. The barnacles are always attached. He'll know exactly what I mean. All right. Thank you, Nova. So I'm meeting with your compatriots tomorrow. Tomorrow at the docks at 10 a.m. That sounds fair. Perfect.
1: Thank you, Nova. So do you go back to the... I'm going to go back to Lucky Banjo. Okay. Anything else you want to do? That's all I needed to do today.